Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Cool Aunties. Just a little content warning, trigger warning for our listeners. In this episode we talk about class division, death, racism, anti-blackness in the Latinx community, colorism, erasure of black, indigenous, people of color, history, blended families, parents, including step-parents, and the negativity and the abuses that come along with those kind of family dynamics tokenism transphobia infertility family planning and fat phobia with that being said enjoy the show welcome back to Woo! cool aunties Yay! episode three my, my only goal for this podcast is to make it to a fourth episode yeah. because that's my favorite number hopefully we do go longer, but I just want four. Four is four enough the can. for Marie. I, you know, I keep forgetting, because I forget everything, that I had a podcast before that I did at Cal State Fullerton. Remember I interviewed oh, you yeah. for it? And I yeah, got yeah, locked yeah, out yeah. of the studio, so yes, I couldn't actually yes, bring you yes. into the studio. And we, so like, went about. to different, like, places <laughs> at, at Cal State Fullerton. That was the most I ever, ever spent on Cal, at, at Cal State Fullerton. Which, good. Like, that place sucks ass, <laughs> oh and God. Fullerton College is so much nicer. I wish I had gone there. It was nice. You went there. Yeah. You went to yeah, yeah. college, like a smart person, <laughs> and avoided. No, a broke person in 2010 because of the recession, like, carried yeah. on a couple years after it happened. Like, I had no other choice. But still, <laughs> no, that's the move, though. Like, I will say that after 2014, it was cool again to shame community college yeah that's so true. that's why i'm like eh, it is the best choice but it's not it's people still you know shit on it yeah. i feel like you know because of the pandemic and because we're in the greatest depression now i'm sure <laughs> well, uh, um, <laughs> the greatest depression not that, as, um, that community oh. college will be cool again but yeah. you know we'll see it's very elitist to think that way at all and i was friends with community college professors who were like, I teach the exact same class at a different yeah, university, yeah. and people pay three times as much for literally the same lesson. Some, and some professors, yeah. they would always, I mean, granted, this is what they told us, but they would always say that um, they preferred teaching community college students yeah. than, than, you know, straight to university students. And it doesn't, it also it doesn't- Ungrateful. <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe. But yeah, that's my little lesson. Can never leave education. That is in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> I will always find an opportunity to talk about. But yeah, I'm Marie Soledad, the depressed auntie. And, and I'm uh, Palmyra Muniz. I am um, Andel auntie. Yes. Andel from Mo to the E to the from Moesha that has now been recently released on Netflix and black girls everywhere rejoicing but yes so that's me today and um i am den auntie always looking for a man auntie um (laughs) dressing like just the 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 hippest chick around and r.i.p yvette Yvette wilson a comedic legend one of i think probably one of the funniest like character actors ever in my opinion yeah so, um, but yeah, today we wanted to talk about Moesha yeah. and how just 20 years ago, Brandy was really the teen icon, right? Like, 
of course in black music but all over the world yeah you know what i mean like uh brandy has one of the biggest legacies yeah in in pop culture you know what i mean she just did it all yeah she was everywhere and you know i just think she's probably a lot bigger than britney spears mm, yeah too yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and, I, and i think that just like brandy just had everything and i loved how she actually had talent <laughs> you know yeah. could actually dance could actually sing um was gorgeous you know yeah. was really was in the studio was working with greats yeah i just wanted to fangirl about brandy today and yeah. about Malisha. i remember my parents were very like, I don't really want, want you watching Degrassi, but here's UPN. <laughs> here's Moesha. And just to catch up on that. So yeah, so here we are 20 years later, still a lot of these episodes are still really relevant to yeah. this day, you know? Um, I have not been binging Moesha like Palmyra has, but I did watch a I few, finished. <laughs> I, I watched a few episodes to be prepared for this conversation um, because also I was hanging out with Palmyra, she was watching Moesha, and we were talking shit about non-black people freaking out about representation and blaming black people for it. Mm-hmm. And while we're watching Moesha, they got every fucking body <laughs> represented in that show. They have every fucking person, every every type of person as either, you know, like side stories, you know, like it's a black show, but it's not like, like that's the to thing give, is like- And to give a little yeah. context of what we were talking about, it's, and, and this is, by the time this episode comes out, it's already been like a month after this happened. But it'll happen again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again and again and again. It was during the Emmy Nom announcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, non-black Latinos were upset over the lack of their personal representation in um, film, mm-hmm. right? While, of course, doing as they do, ignoring um, the black Latin representation that we've had it, you know, Yarel Jerome, <laughs> no, Jarel Jerome, um, won an Emmy last year for When They See Us, right? Mm-hmm. He's Dominicano, mm-hmm. you know, like, still. Fine as fuck. <laughs> he's, he baby to me, so it's he hard. He's not to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're closer in age. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, where I'm just like, ah, me, hermanito. So we out here. And, and, and Jarel isn't even the first. Within Black American television, we eat we're here mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and unfortunately we get this backlash from our own community that is denying our own representation in that community mm-hmm. right so we have a bunch of non-black latinos just like crying about like where's our representation all the blacks get representation Jesus. it's like goddamn <laughs> <laughs> like, that's really the, no but that's, the, that's like, like i'm not even exaggerating no, that's really how I'm they like, talk that about sounds us sounds like a direct quote from john leguizamo <laughs> unfortunately who's been pretending to be puerto rican in case anyone like myself just did not know that <laughs> yo yo this man has, has been pretending to be caribbean because it's just cool to be like us and has spent his entire career just talking like pretending he's Puerto Rican. I think to this day, he doesn't admit to lying, but his father has put him on blast. You know, it's like, first of all, Latinos are on screen, but y'all don't think we're Latino because we look like X, Y, and Z, right? 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm still, I was looking up this thing about John Leguizamo. It don't make no sense. And, and the reason why you bring him up is because he's he was the center of this conversation, yeah. just like really starting trouble and really complaining. And, and um, he didn't write that article that he had posted, but he shared an article that the headline alone was just really divisive, mm -hmm. pr basically blaming black folks for the representation that we've been fighting for for a very long time. <gasps> Which is yeah. like... <sighs> and so that happened within the same week that Moesha was released on Netflix. <laughs> and then I'm watching and I'm just like, wow, there's tons of like different brown looking like you know she this show is set in los angeles so like specifically mexicanos are on screen which you got it is regional you know yeah and but this is different looking folks yeah. right and just different looking black folks black american folks you yeah. know you, you know what i'm saying like almost every single cast is brown skin dark skin mm -hmm. and then we have also like brown skin dark skin latinos like mm -hmm. non-black latinos on screen we yep. have brown skin dark skin asian folks on screen yep which shout out when the fuck was the last you know what i mean like i think that's uh upn shows in general mm -hmm. are the only time and and sister sister and smart guy were the only time i really saw brown latinos and brown asians mm -hmm. not italian looking fucking <laughs> latinos not like just a white person with brown hair and, and brown eyes like yeah. it was just like actual people from you know there's no questioning no questioning no questioning no questioning, no questioning. questioning. <laughs> but there's no questioning yeah. you know even people with accents too yeah. and and this was to, and Moisha was in 96 yeah. it was released on my birthday on in oh, 1996 which so I just re was reading last night you know the show's released in 1996 and has all the representation that people today are bitching about like black television is diverse. Issa Rae has Latinos on her show. Yeah. You know, non-black Latinos were complaining about it. Yeah. But it's like, this, Joe's grandpa just literally spoke Spanish on screen. Mm -hmm. How, what representation are you looking for exactly? And this is why I'm so adamant about us actively using brown in our mm. fucking discourse, because if John Leguizamo had said, like, brown Latinos are not getting any representation. I know, but you know what I mean. Like, if you're that's gonna, what he meant. But he is not brown. Like, you're yeah. a white man. Sir. Well, yeah, he thinks he's brown. He tries to say he's brown, <laughs> yeah. even though his dad is still alive and saying, "No, you're, no, 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 son, no, no, mijo." Like, we're not. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. But that's so wild. That is wild, bro. His entire career, his entire wild. Career. Um, I am not lying about Filipino. I'm not lying about being Puerto Rican. <laughs> She has a giant flag right as we speak right above her bed. That and is older than me, by yeah. the way. That my father bought in Harlem. That's a family heirloom. It I'm is. Gonna cry. Like <laughs> she has two family heirlooms right now. Literally, okay, literally, she has a conga in one corner <laughs> and then a fucking Puerto Rican flag in the other. You you walk in and you cannot you you know immediately that. And okay, same with me. You walk into my room. I have. Like three fucking Pamai Pai fans <laughs> on my wall, and then also a giant picture of my fucking Filipino mother just stares as you, at you as you come in. Right. You know, there's just no denying our heritage. Right. Even in our fucking um, home decor. <laughs> Even in our what is that called? Um, what's that called when you decorate a house? You just said it, home decor. No, but there's like a, a term for like. People that do interior design, oh, in our oh. interior design. Oh my God, Jesus! I'm 
I am I disassociating right now? I don't, I don't know, but it's fine. We're, we're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it through. If I can drive while during a disassociative episode, I can I can yeah. do this podcast. It's yeah, fine. it's no it's no problem. Yeah. But one thing that I wanted to say was just that like it makes me furious when non-black people specifically asians because that's my community so i can speak to that more but asians are on insecure if y'all watch black television mm-hmm. y'all here yeah we see y'all yeah exactly okay <laughs> but sorry so, to your point so sorry, go ahead. yeah i was like okay i gotta watch some moesha episodes to be able to have this conversation <laughs> and palmira recommended um the don the dragon wilson episode and he is like you know he was in a bunch of kung fu movies he was like asian american heartthrob you know like at the time he is fine as fuck they have an asian american superstar (laughs) come in everybody's fangirling over him and then in exchange for him shooting a movie and like he is playing himself he's not playing like another person no they are having him basically have a cameo and like centering a a show around he's a guest star which one have you ever had a white fucking show where they had an Asian guest star? Right. Fucking never. And, and that didn't make jokes about him. Exactly. Where this was just literally just like, this dude is amazing. Was the, was the, <laughs> yeah. that was his storyline was yeah. that he was amazing and, and a heartthrob. So like other men were uh, intimidated by him and scared of him. Right. And anyway, Andel is letting him shoot in her cafe, the den. And he's like, as a thank you, like I'll do a, you know some um, free classes yeah some, some free self-defense, self-defense classes. classes for for the women in the in the town right and he does it and it's really great and, and they're too. in lamert Le- park yeah as well yeah in, in, for anybody who visit and it's know. it's such a good episode and then the other the beast story of that episode is about like different levels of father-son relationships in the black community right. and like how they're like you know working together and then also there's a really interesting fight between Moesha's dad and then yes um, Uh, Q's dad yeah Q's dad and they really just like talk to each other about how Moesha's dad profiled Q but also Q wasn't being respectful oh are you talking about the um, the boys retreat yes the father-son boy retreat retreat. and so it was a very and he goes with Hakeem yes right and not and Miles was left home or something like that well it was for like it was for Hakeem yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like for yeah and how Frank fuck frank first and foremost frank is a terrible father okay like it's very much in his daughter's business some of y'all are like bitch but but um i do admire frank's compassion towards hakeem mm-hmm. I, like the whole it, it, it takes a village i've only seen executed in the black community mm-hmm. in the black community that i personally grew up with was not my biological family but a lot of the whole raising other people's children in whatever in whatever context mm-hmm. was very much considered such a burden mm-hmm. and like met with attitude met with resentment met with like i don't know i'm pretty sure within the latinx community that's the same you know they folks know how to do it but i've never i've never seen it done properly yeah only in black american spaces in black caribbean in caribbean spaces but you know which are part you know have yeah. Latin folks but like only in black american spaces done like not with resentment not with you owe me or any bullshit like that like it was just based off of like the care of the child Mm -hmm. and so for frank to just (laughs) 
you know, they joke about, like, Hakeem coming over every day to fucking eat breakfast and yeah. shit like that, right? But they, they don't do shit about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and for Frank to go on a retreat with este muchacho, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he said some really nice things. Like, about, he said, if Miles, I think he said, if Miles grows up to be half as considerate as you are, I will be so proud. Yeah. And I was like, and, and Hakeem was like, gonna cry. Yeah. Was like, oh my God. R.I.P. Like, Lamont, too, man. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Marie just found this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I'll collect myself. R.I.P. Lamont Bentley, who was truly a talent. Yeah, just just have that loving relationship with... with, He's not even his stepson or anything like that, right? And... It's it's just like Moesha was showing so many different family dynamics yeah. and, and so many and flaws too. so many flaws so many like it was it's it's a great show right but back to my back to my thing Apologies. about Asians uh, <laughs> like I, I was just fangirling over this episode it was really fucking good but then I watched another episode Dante Bosco was a really right. frequent character when Moesha moves to this white school he and Usher are apparently the only like brown boys at the school the um the white school that she goes to yes 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 right. yeah so and he is so funny in that and like i don't know what voice he's doing in the show but it's so funny he's just like really putting on his accent right like whatever it is um, oh i i don't you know what i just always remember him talking the same the same it's just his the asian kid who grew it's up just, in the hood exactly. voice, like. it's just his, that's the accent yeah. it's all, but it's like he's on it you know what i mean he's like, I'm gonna be the little the little Asian hip hop dancer kid. I'm gonna be the fucking little Asian hip hop dancer kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so good. He's it's just I love Dante Bosco. I love yeah, seeing him and everything. Yeah, Filipino yeah. American representation, which you know what? Filipinos have been eating in Hollywood for a long time because of the black community. And Dante Bosco in an interview says this basically. He says, let me find this. You know, in Hollywood, even to this day, there's black Hollywood, and I was one of the only Asians. Now there's Asian Hollywood. But I grew up in black Hollywood. I was a hip hop kid and I'm a brown Asian kid and doing stuff from all the Moesha stuff to working on the Steve Harvey show, Fresh Prince, hanging with Mr. Cooper, Biker Boys, and Blood and Bone. That's also my world. But working with Brandy and those cats at a very young age and on a set that was run by African-American women was amazing. And... Yeah, I and even ex- his project now with the Poetry Club, he works exclusively with black people. Yeah, he oh he, he has been working with black people, like yeah. black folks, open spaces for other people of color. A hundred percent, and like I can also attest to that. Like I have worked on. Bri only has black friends. I, I do. She's like I have. I am the and I love it. It's great. Like like I have never been treated better. You know. Like, <laughs> When I was just hanging out with white people, I treated like dog shit, you know, but black people see the humanity in me, so it's wonderful. she sees the humanity in us. You know, like, we're all people, and, oh, I hate that. Whatever. <laughs> we're all brown people here. I was gonna like, say. Yeah, anyway. Like, so that's the thing that pisses me off, is when I hear Asians talking exactly like John Leguizamo, you know, like, complaining about black people getting more roles, quote unquote. And it's like, but you're not even thinking about what productions you're talking about. You're talking about white productions. You're talking about who white barely spaces. barely have black people. Who, who get what? Because there's two <laughs> black people versus zero this year in a white production. Now we're going to be mad at black people for getting those roles that they didn't even write or create. You know, like it's, and all, it's insane. Or like Black Panther. Black, like the comic book has been around, you guys. Like, yeah. Why are you acting like they just thought it up in their heads right now? Yeah. And it's like, because y'all don't pay attention to black art. Yeah. 
Which has been, <laughs> Black Hollywood has been around for so fucking long and has made its own strides for so fucking long. Yeah. And again, we're just, like Dante Bosco said, we're just now getting Asian Hollywood. Yeah. Right? Which is great. Even in activism, too. And, yeah. But just it's everything. just, it's literally everything. And it's great. And it's also, again, like people talking shit, but we only have this because of black people paving the way for us. And again, if you have been, if you have been a part of black systems, you've been recognized. You've been, you know what I mean? Like as yeah, a non-black person, yeah, you are still yeah. allowed to go. Even, like mix, like mix Afro-Latinos. Cause I know Dasha, I'm talking to you. Like, you know, some of them are are in in their business about, like, oh, but black folks don't... Because they're talking about black Americans. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. It's the only way that that would make sense to me. Yeah. Because, baby, you black too, so I don't get it. (laughs) Remember that Netflix podcast about, like, love or whatever, Latin representation? And I don't think they had Yorel on it at all. Like, they they had a bunch of, like... They had, like, a Netflix... Latin or whatever, whatever yeah. Latin shit. Yeah, it never has him anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter which what you're is, talking about but, because it never does have which him. Which I'm like, when his he literally is, won an Emmy for Netflix, and, and like. he had done, you know, he has an accent. You know, he sounds Dominican. Yeah, he fucking sounds Dominican. I feel like he speaks better Spanish, or may, I don't know if he says speak Spanish. He has a Bronx Dominican accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like. Dude is I feel like he speaks better Spanish than he does English. And his name like, is Jarrell. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's Jarrell. Jarrell, but it's Yadam. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, in this house, <laughs> his mom may call him Jarrell though. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like, like, in this house we ethnicize. Him. <laughs> okay. But it's just like, you know, and I, I don't know if I would consider him mixed, but black Latinos with accents mm-hmm. who do speak Spanish, who, who like, it is, like, yeah, I'm, Car- you know, like, their Caribbean-ness or whatever the fuck is, like, more clear yeah. than, I don't know, and someone who may be, like, more Americanized, like, a, an Afro-Latin person who may be more, you know, yeah. like me, like, I'm, I don't speak no fuck. I speak Spanish yeah. to get me by, yeah. but, like, you know, I'm, I'm a black American kid, yeah. you know, I'm third, fourth generation of a New Yorker, you know what I mean? Like, it even gave us visibility to be ourselves too. Like, we didn't, we didn't have to be, we didn't have to blend into Black North Americanness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not sure why bitches like Dasha want to be like, oh, but they, you know, they they stop fighting for us. Who's us? I've been told by non-black Latinos to not speak Spanish because they think my Spanish is terrible Which or because, you. you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck, yeah, fuck this language and fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if I talk about plantains, like, a non-Latino black person has never, has never been looking at me weird. Like, yeah. somebody who don't eat plantains on the reg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's like, I, I, I was just so confused by the bullshit Dasha was saying that she was mm-hmm. trying to, to like, I, like to, to, to feel like you have more in common with John Leguizamo. You know what I'm saying? You're not even in the same generation, bitch. Like, <laughs> what? They're in the same fucking project as Jarrell. Right. And the pairs that they did play... Raymond Santana. Yeah. So Raymond Santana, the real Raymond Santana, is an Afro-Latin man. Yeah. So, um, is... He looks like my father. All those boys were black. Yeah, right. So even in the movie, I love Ava, 
Was she whining that? That man is fine. The guy that they got. Oh, he's so sexy. He's so fucking he's so hot. Fucking so, I, you he's know what? Maybe, maybe that's just what it was. He's fucking beautiful. Yeah, the little boy that played him. Yeah, it was Afro-Latino, yeah. right? And, and so it's like, bro, y'all played... You just saw him as Puerto Rican. Like, you know, Puerto Rican's not a race, y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just... Which we're Puerto- discovering. <laughs> but I will say every episode, for all four of our episodes, Puerto Rican is not a race. Y'all played parents of a black child, so what were you think? I'm, I'm, I know. First of all, what I know about the, like Caribbeans is just like how you're like every chance you get to say I'm Filipino, Caribbean. I know Jarrell said I'm Dominican at least ten times on set. You can't not. It's in our DNA as Islanders. I feel <laughs> like as colonized. So Islanders. what were you? When you looked at this little boy, he won a whole ass Emmy for your project. Are y'all mad? Because I think John was also nominated for an Emmy, right? I think so. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We, we don't have to look it up. Wag. But like, Whatever. are you mad? Are you? What is going? What? You know who was happy for Jarrell? Other Niecy black- Nash. <laughs> she was very happy for her yeah, son, and her movie son, and other black folks. And it was great. And they did him dirty with that fucking picture behind him at the Emmys, by the way. They chose the worst still from that they show. O- they always try to make us look bad. You know? They always try to make Whack. us look bad. But yeah. he still looked beautiful regardless. Yeah, he's a cutie he pie. It. That's a handsome little dude. You know, also the fact that he cried so much in the interviews after. Dominican. You know, like after, and then also at the Emmys. I'm like, that is a Latin man. How is that not a Latin man? You know? Dominican. Like, just... He's probably crying right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Jarrell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's whack. I want to say, yeah, overall. yeah. I, I, so I and historical, like, right, a historical. It just it, clearly this is 1996, and I'm seeing everybody. There was an Afro Latino on fucking um, no, you know, or he may be Afro Latino. You know, like a lot of these people will never but know. If not Moesha, one on one had an Afro, uh, like she spoke Spanish and she, like. There were jokes about her. Is she black? Like just you know, jokes yeah. that like that. If I was a character, they yes. would do to me, and yeah. it would be hilarious. Like Reagan Gomez, shout out to her. You know what I mean? Like we here. Mm-hmm. So it's like for Dasha to say to, to say that with her whole heart. It, it it doesn't make sense. It does not make like sweetie. Like y'all are not watching black television then mm-hmm. because at at mixed. Um, Afro Latinos at non-black Latinos at Asian non-black Asian folks like mm-hmm. y'all are not watching black television, but yeah. y'all are so mad at us. And okay, so if you don't know yet, Palmira and I did One Story Building, Donovan Vincroni's project um, with Lance Lowe. One Story Building was a black production, mm-hmm. you know, and you were the star, and I was the star, but mm-hmm. it was a black production. We had black people behind the camera. We had black people on camera. We were in a fucking black store, black owned store. Mm-hmm. And even in that black production, you know, I was still there. We had friends who were non-black that came and were PAs and stuff. They just weren't white. They just weren't white. Yeah. And it was the most welcoming <laughs> like situation I've ever been in. And it was really fun. I've been, you know, other spaces like Spaces that Lance has created yeah. and, and artistic spaces, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. every everybody from everywhere is everybody. In that room. And the only time that I've ever that I've ever not been in a black space was when it was specifically for right. black people as a safe space. And even then 
it had all kinds of black folks. Exactly. Yeah. So, so where white spaces is, if you're not white, you're not here. And if you are non-white and we l- allow you to be here. You better be hot. You, you better. And you better grovel. And you better be appreciative of the crumbs we give you. You are right. not a collaborator. Right. You are you are a token. Right. At best, you're a token. Right. And that counts. And for the white spaces, that also counts for like white and light Latinos. Y'all do the exact same fucking thing and to black Latinos and darker Latinos. And it's ridiculous. So it, um, and I, I've felt not in as many Asian spaces, but definitely in some Asian spaces, I felt the same way of just like not, not recognizing other people you know what i mean just not recognizing black people where black people will always recognize us and our humanity and fight for our humanity in not only in representation nisi nash went on fucking national television talking and said it, yeah. talking about how there is not enough asian women on screen when was the last fucking time you heard an asian woman well even say that about themselves even say that about themselves but also like even say and like, that's no shame for, that's not no, shame and, like. and stick up for a stick up for black women before uh black lives matter part two because now everybody's saying that shit for clout right. but before that when did you hear that the last time and again it's just it's just like and even in the, even in activism right like yes. a, like asian and non-black latinos are like all up in their feelings right when young lord young lords had non-black puerto ricans mm-hmm. and they were inspired like literally inspired by the black panthers yeah and asian women work closely with we malcolm have fucking, x you know what i mean yeah, like yuri kochiyama was malcolm x's like right hand person wasn't even in the anyway yeah but <laughs> grace lee boggs her, her husband, James Boggs, like Jimmy Boggs, they, you know, did so much activism in Detroit yeah. and nationally. And it's because y'all are not paying attention to black shit, like to black yeah. teams. Like. Grace Lee Boggs was not an Asian American icon until later. You should watch her documentary, uh, American Revolutionary, I think is what it's called, um, by the director is Grace Lee, and she's really phenomenal. Um, but in that documentary, like, Grace Lee Boggs was not considered an Asian American hero until way later in her life. And that was only when, like, uh, there's always been Asian American activism. I'm not going to take that away from us. But we keep forgetting our history, like white women do with feminism. That's just a read thrown at every fucking person I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. But, like, we keep forgetting our history, so we don't honor the people who have already done the work. But the people that are remembered in black spaces are non-black people that have helped the black cause. And they're... if you help the black cause you subsequently help your own cause (laughs) so why the fuck wouldn't you you know what i mean especially when they're also fighting for us and again i'm not black i don't know sometimes i'm just like i just need to let people know yeah i'm i talk about black like instagram and facebook their algorithm thinks i'm black because (laughs) i like i follow a lot of black women and support black people but i feel like your social media so they're like do you want natural hair care products i'm like i'm this is not for me. Like, sorry. <laughs> they're like, they're like, aren't you proud of being a black woman? And I'm like, I'm proud of black women, but I am not a proud black woman. Instagram, thank you. I think, I think it's because like your point of view is in context with black politics, which is to your point, like if if y'all folks start to care, like center black folks, center black queer folks, center black trans women, everything else 
or you know center black disabled folk like whoever like everything else kind of just falls into place when mm-hmm. you just have the context of like how am I like for, I feel for you as an example like or even, I can even talk about myself like me as a as a black mixed light skinned person where my place is and mm-hmm. where the center where I should like I'm more closer to the center right mm-hmm. and then if I push myself out of the center to put in other people mm-hmm. then my existence is in context with that ex- with what I've just centered yeah this may not be making sense, but... <laughs> I, uh, she's holding her hands and doing visuals, so I am understanding. <laughs> and, like, just think of my actions and how they affect people who need to be centered. Yeah. I think everything else kind of falls into place and things just make more sense. Yeah. And you just think about your place and 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 what to do with it. Yeah. I think, you know, that may be, like... Because it, it is... If not, because if it's not that, then it would be like an obsession. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, to, like, which I feel like some, some some people definitely like it's like a, a, a voyeurism yeah. type of shit where yeah. you're like, I'm not I don't I think Marie has like three, two, three non-black friends. I yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not her. Tra- like we look at her and we're like, hello, you know what I mean? And like, I'm like, hi. <laughs> Like, I've seen it. Like, I, I have not been around, but I just see, like, I don't know. It's, it's an unassuming. It's maybe because she looks mixed and it's thick. So we're like, is that family? We don't know. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, but, but. But that's the thing. That's like, oh, also, we're not going to get into this. This is another episode for another day. But the fact that, like, technology and internet algorithms are racist because right. of the, the people that make them are racist. Right. Right. But so like it's so racist because it's like you think that I can only care about black people and only be interested in these black Instagram or Facebook if accounts I'm because I'm black. Yeah. Like that would be the only way that would logically make any sense to this algorithm because yeah. you're fucking racist. Yeah. So then you're going to push black pro- like products specifically for black people right. onto me right. because you think that I'm black. And I'm not. And I've never said I was. It literally just says I'm a Filipino person. Like, I just constantly am talking about how I'm a mestiza Filipino <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And I- I'm like, why don't you? Pu-? And I follow Filipino accounts. They're not pushing any fucking Filipino products on yeah, me. Yeah, you do. Fo- I feel like you follow more Asian folks than you stay up to date with. With my people. Yeah. And with not just Filipinos, like, like all the, the diaspora. Asians, yeah, all yeah, the Asians. And which I will say, and that's the difference too. You don't think you're black, <laughs> exactly. Like other, you know what I'm saying. You don't, yeah. like she, don't, she, she don't do none of that black set. You know what I mean? Like barely uses AAVE. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like I think, you know, that's with that's part of the obsession too, right? Like you just like yeah, follow. Um, what's my what's my girl's name? Zway. Yes, this is yes. And she interviewed that bitch. It doesn't matter which bitch. They're all the same to me. Yeah. So Z-Way asked uh, this blonde chick, I'm sorry, I don't know who the fuck she is, but it doesn't matter, um, whether or not she had black friends. And she's like, I follow tons of black women on Instagram. And she's like, and Z-Way's like, okay, but do you have black friends? And and, <laughs> and I think, was it you that mentioned that every time someone's answered that question on her yeah. show, it's always four to five? Yeah, it was like, I watched, it was like a, a two-parter, right? I mean, she does two, she interviews two people, different right. people. And, and shout out to Z-Way. Yeah, she always, she asks every single person, that's one of the questions, and you don't know when it's going to come, is, 
do you have any black how many black friends do you right. have <laughs> you like, don't yeah. know you don't know when it's gonna come she she just will slip it in there at yeah. the perfect moment hi welcome do you have black friends yeah <laughs> it's so good uh amazing i can't wait for her to like get an actual show yeah and, like she she's staff though she's she writes uh yeah. for uh Deezus and Mira. but i mean making this a show oh like, like her this, oh like, yeah, a yeah, production. yeah no she deserves yeah. like her her center it's yeah. so good and it's uh, when I'm she, just saying, she's working. Yes, and so she she had two guests on, and they said about five or six or something like that. No, four to five. Yeah, four to five. Four to five black friends, yeah. and she's like, "Huh, okay." Like the first time, and then the second time, she's like, "That isn't the second time it happened in the same day." She's like, "Why are so many people saying they have four to five? Do you not know how many black friends you have?" Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, well, I'd, you know, I'd have to count and blah blah blah," and it's like. And then she always says after that question, right? After yeah. how many black friends do you have? She says, oh, great. Um, do your black friends know that you treat them like objects? <laughs> Follow-up question I do. I, I, I have a question to that. What is a good answer to that? She, the whole thing's just to make everyone uncomfortable. Which is, I yes. love. It's that's so my, that's my so old good. comedy it's brand. So There's no took... right answers, right? Okay. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 She's yeah. deconstructing. Just, and, and everything yeah, and making yeah. everyone uncomfortable. Because I'm like, is is a person really supposed to sit there and count? Like, I, I would. I, your your I, shit would take a long time. I would. I would there's Tommy and, and oh, she don't like, have to. But, but um, it's just, yeah. Like I was while I was watching, I was thinking, what would I? How would I answer those questions? And I would just say most of them. You know, like how many? You know, how many black friends do you have? Most of my friends are black. Yeah. Like. I could name the non-black friends I have. That'll yeah. take less time yeah, if you would yeah, like me to. Yeah. Like, um, what's a good answer? Like, what's a? But I. But yeah. to, uh, to your point, like, if she's just making people uncomfortable, that's great. Yeah, I she's love just it. wanting. She's, but yeah, yeah, like, just um, and and so homegirl was and just, friends. I mean, friends, people that you break bread with, people <laughs> that you are, you know, like would take to an airport, right, people that right, you right. would do things for. Right. Not yeah. not not people you follow on Instagram. Not people that and you say hey on Facebook. Yeah. Right, right yeah. Around you yeah. Or don't even know. That's what I'm like, and that's what I mean. There there there's a difference between like. The Dante Brascos and the Marie Soledad. You know what I mean? Like, hey Dante. Dante and I actually performed on a show together. Gang, 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 gang. And gang, gang. he said that he liked my set, and I was with a bunch of Asian friends, right? And then I said, "Oh my God, Prince Zuko just said he liked my set." And then my friend said, "Oh my God, Rufio just said he liked your set." And then my other friend said, "Oh my God, American Dragon Jake Long said he liked your set." <laughs> Yeah, this was not planned. And again, we all just named our favorite That's hilarious. character. And then I named one of his characters character. on a black show. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh my there. god, he played that little boy from Oisha. <laughs> <laughs> just like it was it was the Asian friend on every black show that it, I've ever watched. You know, just said you and he was in uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh yeah. 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 He was, he was so little, he was in he was queer shit too. Boy, yeah. And he's still working. You know what I mean? Dante Rosco is fine, and I think that's why I keep talking about him. But <laughs> and he's there, he's fine, and he's. If we're gonna talk about Filipino representation in the media, you cannot not nah, Dante Bosco. Hell no. And hell. Dante Bosco, I will. Say, we won't let you like. <laughs> and, think- and and going back, it's just and just like follow. If you just stare, I feel like only following black people that you don't know, and not actively being. You can't force a friendship, mm-hmm. but not being, not knowing any any black folks that don't, um, that you don't benefit from in some way mm-hmm. is like, is it, it gives me the same feeling of like, you just stare at black people all day 
and don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And that's still putting us in cages. Like, that's mm-hmm. putting us in exhibit. Ex- like, we were literally in zoos. So, like, that's that's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying insert yourself, but I, I, I think there's, there's some inner work a person needs to do for whatever community. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you find yourself not clicking with the people of the community that you say you care for, that you say you love, that you like, you benefit from, from their culture mm-hmm. like you know from their art right yeah. um but you can't talk to them she can't talk to z-way yeah bitch is not even face to face like you're not <laughs> he's not even live <laughs> bro even you it, it's in front of your phone like are you serious <laughs> you can't even talk you I, 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 you get you know yeah. it's a fucking facetime yeah and and <laughs> that should alarm you that yeah. should that should be bothersome to you like, you can't even you know, you you stare at black women, which I'm, you know, I'm women follow other women, so I'm assuming these yeah. are black women that that person was following. Mm-hmm. You follow, you stare at black women in their hair, and 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 you know, and it's probably all light skinned women or all thin uh, black women, mm-hmm. and and then you just create create this image of them that ends up being all the same, and yeah. and it's so it's just like you're not even taking the time to to get to know. So all of that to say is be like Marie and actually fucking talk to us. Oh, thank you. <laughs> or, be like Dante. Be, be like, like Dante. Yeah, no, but like, yeah. Be, yeah, be like, like folks like Dante, like embrace us. Yeah, I would say he doesn't have a black scent, but he has a Filipino hip hop kid. <laughs> and that's fine. Keep that. That's yours. You know he what I mean? He has a Cerritos Filipino kid. Uh, she says he, Cerritos. That's where he's from. Oh. <laughs> yes. You he, know what I mean? He has like, a Cerritos Filipino. I grew up kind of, I went to Cerritos dance a lot, so I feel like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dance for a kid. Good for And I, 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 I grew up around Asian baby girls. You know what I mean? I know they're. Shout out ABG. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Crystal May oh, and Baby Ann. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. The bitch his name is baby Ann, you know what I'm saying <laughs> like it's cool you know but be be yourself <laughs> is yeah. my thing like, and I think that's what benefit from from Dante or from art, just artists like Marie like just be you could be yourself you don't gotta lie to kick it you don't have to pretend and even even those people who do lie who do mm-hmm. put on black sense who do weird shit like that yeah. they hang out with each other they don't hang out with <laughs> black people because if you did hang out with black people you would not do that shit it's just the enclave of posers <laughs> it really is and, and and that's you know malibu's most wanted was a movie about that shit which is one of my favorite fucking movies i don't give a fuck who knows i'll say that shit live on television shit but you're going to like when uh turner classics movies starts starts playing Malibu. <laughs> the person to intro it and like walk out and talk about the historical context <laughs> for the film nerds out there tcm you know shout out to them too <laughs> i'm dead um you know i i, I r.i.p just... robert osborne anyway Aww, yeah yeah we just it's an r.i.p episode actually um <laughs> but be yourself and it will be rewarded and guess what is black folks rewarding y'all uh-huh not these white people. They do not reward us. They only put us down. And they make us think that they're doing us a favor anytime we get what we have earned. I don't think I've ever seen... I think uh, when Dante was Rufio, uh, that's the only time I've ever seen him in a white production. Yeah. I don't, re- I don't remember <laughs> him in other things. And then But I'm a Cheerleader, but that's a queer production. Yeah. Yeah. And that... You know. And it was very indie and... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, off the beaten path. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the Emmys we know is very white is very racist NAACP awards everybody's getting nominated yep. everybody's they fight, getting nominated and they fight and as a person 
who was in that room. Mm-hmm. Like they they really fight for other people, and but they but the Image Awards mission statement is is awarding people of color for their achievements for their art from the African American point of view, mm-hmm. or the you know the black point of view. Yeah. I think maybe now, but you know they're yeah. trying to focus in on the diaspora. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But um, you know. They let you know, like, it, it, and I, it's kind of the point that I was getting to earlier with you, like, or, and with Dante, like, you are celebrated here mm-hmm. through the black context, through yes. the black lens. Yes. And and that's what I feel like Moesha is. Like, that's what I feel like why Marie is the only Asian friend amongst, like, black <laughs> folks. She, she was at the end of, she was at I the was Image there. Awards it with me. Really <laughs> and there was another Asian woman that was like, huh? And yeah. you're like, this is every day. <laughs> hey. <laughs> See, I literally live in a house with only black women. <laughs> like, like, because Marie knows where she's welcomed. You know what I mean? Like, her, like her and folks like Dante and just like folks, and there are other uh, uh, non-black folks who have been in, in black productions mm-hmm. and have been celebrated in our communities mm-hmm. and who are grateful for it today. We knock on these folks because again, I'm hot. But like, they're there, and they thank us. They're at the Image Awards and are super grateful. Yeah. It's just y'all who are not watching our shit, mm-hmm. who are not paying attention who to Moesha, who literally trudging through the mud in white Hollywood to please Hollywood. a fucking white man, to please a fucking <laughs> white bitch who did, who wrote a fucking Dasha, Mira, they had y'all fucking making tamales, puta madre tamales, when your ass has never had a tamale in your fucking life. Maybe I don't know. You know, there's Mexican food in New York, but like. Bitch, you know your ass be making pateles. Stop lying. Mm-hmm. Stop lying. And you know, but you got, know who wrote that fucking line for you? You know who wrote that shit for you? White people. And you know what show did get Puerto Rican food right? Pose, which is an all black production or mostly black. Pro- Again, it's not even all black. It's a black production, and there's also other. There's Asian right, people. There, right, there, right, there. Right, a- right. Asian representation, non-black Latino representation. Like there's non-black POC representation all throughout that fucking bitch. Right. <laughs> and. It's still not perfect because the show is very colorist and yes, I just there's we can critique there's everything. Issues. There's, but, but 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 to your and people not only ignored Jarrell's fucking win from last year mm-hmm. in the in the bitching about Latinx representation, they completely forgot about Edia Moore and they completely mm-hmm. forgot about MJ Rodriguez mm-hmm. and I and not only is it anti-black, it's anti-trans as fuck. Mm-hmm. Those folks keep getting fucking snubbed yeah and, it, and it's anti-blackness but like with the intersection of, of uh transphobia yeah so it's just like y'all really showing your asses y'all mm-hmm. don't watch our shit and, and oh no to your point you said that that is produced by afro-latin yeah. at like black and afro-latin yeah which is black yeah black 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> black and english black and espanol you know whatever <laughs> Like it, you know, a black Puerto Rican um, executive producer and Janet Mock, another trans uh, black woman. Yeah. So like, y'all don't watch our shit, yeah. <laughs> and we and it shows, and it shows. It, yes. And also, and people were f- trying to fight over Rita Moreno, who's the one of the most decorated Latin actresses of all time. <laughs> Talking about, oh, where's her Emmy? She already has. She's, it. She has a peak. She has all of them. She has a she peacock. Has a peacock. Why are you advocating for? I love me some motherfucking Rita Moreno first and foremost. Yeah. 
she's a legend already. You know what I'm saying? Why are you advocating for Rita Moreno? She don't need it. Her resume is done. Like she's just happy to be. She looks back at her trophies like, get the pasta. What you mean? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> you will advocate for a woman who's esta- so motherfucking established in this industry. She's Hollywood royalty. She it not not not. not Hollywood period. Period. As big as Betty White. Like, all of that shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so, I'm confused. Um, but, getting back to the original point, uh, Moesha is probably one of the greatest, maybe not season six, but one of the greatest. <laughs> six seasons is a long time. And five yeah. seasons is great for, like, I feel like six quality. seasons, five to six seasons is a perfect mm-hmm. number. And you know what? Sometimes it was just not a limited series, but if some, like, not, you know, with limited series is exactly that, right? Yeah. But, like, sometimes a show... <laughs> Bitch, you gonna get one season. Yeah, it's the best season. Yeah, but um, I think Moesha is one of the best American TV shows about uh, you know after school special type of shit um, sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what's the fucking word I'm looking? For? And one of the best sitcoms. Yeah, of the millennium, you know, of the turn of the century, and you know, all the way dating in '96, but it definitely had that tone, like turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Um, millennium energy even called moesha a, a woman of the millennium which she was mm-hmm. of course, brandy was yeah. right yeah but um i would say also d the stepmom the most perfect step yo watching that show made me recover from a lot of, <laughs> a, a lot of uh trauma from uh having a shitty step parent but like like i'm like wow respect <laughs> a concept uh love that's nice non-racism you know what i mean like to, to see d played by cheryl lee ralph one of the finest women She's one so of the beautiful point, like it's i'm gonna get into it but to, to watch <laughs> d be um you know i know it's always been like father knows best right and mm-hmm. and family sitcoms and family shows where this time right Frank Mitchell is one of the worst fucking dads of all time. <laughs> and D is the voice of reason. And and it, it, and not TV reason. You know what I mean? Because there's some shows that I'm like, why are you telling your child this? What is going on? You know, yeah. this is bad advice. It's dated advice. I would love my daughter. Like, if for whatever reason, I'm a deadbeat mom. <laughs> and, and I'm not around for my kid. I would love for my daughter to be like, I like D. I want to be like her. Mm-hmm. Dee's really smart. I like watching Dee as such a good multi-dimensional example of womanhood on screen. Yeah. She she is tall as fuck. Mm-hmm. Big ass fucking hair. Fashionable ass clothes. Jamaica. You know she she's showing like a different parts of the of the black diaspora, mm-hmm. right? Like she's like they don't other her. It's a very slight very silly uh light-hearted jokes you know mm-hmm. about her being jamaican like yeah. for example she'll talk in her accent whenever someone's acting you know yeah, acting yeah. Up, like as we do yeah you know like very like light- <laughs> super super light-hearted just at her being like being a dark-skinned woman to a mother of another dark-skinned little girl you know it's it was um like she's she's talking about 
uh, teaching Miles to cl- cook and clean because she don't want him to be a burden. Like those words exactly. You yeah. know, you're not gonna be a burden to your future wife. Like, <laughs> and and you know, her believing in voodoo or, or uh, you know, supernatural shit yeah. as Caribbeans do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just she was so fucking intelligent, a professional, a a, a, a homemaker, and just ha- literally had it all. Was the millennium, the '90s millennium woman. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I could think of a better example for little girls on television. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I know that people who, who let their kids watch a lot of TV let TV raise them instead of themselves raising their own fucking kids. Mm-hmm. But if you were to do that, Moesha is probably a show you should be watching. Honestly, you should have your kids yeah. watch it. It was it was a very good example of just really real conflicts that families go through. And it wasn't like the super, it was the PG version, not the rated G version. Mm-hmm. And, you know, D, I feel like, oh, whenever that bitch spoke, I was always like, yup, yup, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. She was just so, so great to watch. I love her character. I feel like D is probably one of the best moms. But underrated moms, in my opinion. Best like, TV moms, yeah. The, the One of the best TV moms, but an underrated TV mom. And I think it's because she's a stepmom. Mm. And, uh, you know, yeah. like, didn't... Which was never addressed on the show, or maybe I have, mi- have missed it, that she never never ended up having kids, like, mm. with Frank. Which, it's interesting. Maybe it's for the best, because <laughs> that man's a mess. Fuck him. Fuck Frank. That motherfucker's a mess. Even her storyline... So, like, I again, I only watched a few episodes, but I'm gonna binge that show, because it's, it's good. So good. It's so she's good. She's so damn sexy. Just watch it, because she's sexy. She you is sexy. I mean? She's... Oh, my God. She's so beautiful. And she fought Frank. You know what I'm saying? Like She did. Frank, she would fight back. Whenever yeah. Frank was on his bullshit, she was always like, shut up. You know yeah. what I mean? She didn't... She did... Um, D did whatever she wanted yeah and she's she's just a good person yeah (laughs) she fought she fought for love she fought for her mm -hmm. family like she was a good person and they also you know like character yeah and like i was watching episodes and they have a whole you know i don't know if it's a season arc or if it it goes over multiple seasons of like her and frank trying to have kids so talking about yeah at least like at least a full season yeah Yeah. so like you know talking about fertility issues and also blending families and those dynamics and and you know like they they included their children in the conversation of that as well you know like it's not that they needed their kids permission necessarily but like this is going to change everything if this happens and this is something that we need to talk about as a family like like nobody does that you know what i mean like it's such a it was really nice to see um to just see a woman openly you know having them openly talk about family planning you know especially for like a career woman later in her life or is she she's like 40s 30s or 40s oh i don't I, it's not show. clear it's yeah not, so like they i don't like just the fact that they have they're like really planning to have a kid and like having to like you know plan ovulation days and stuff like that yeah, like that's just yeah, really yeah. like it's and, and she was yeah. and she was hi- like not hypersexualized, but she was like I, it's not just me being queer <laughs> thinking this woman's super sexy She's like objectively she, she was objectively sexy her and frank there were jokes all the time of them fucking like whatever yeah you know what i mean so you know she just 
yeah, D, I feel like D is the, mo- the most well-rounded person on, maybe more, well, obviously more well-rounded than Moesha because what's the point of having a main character if that bitch knows everything, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She should think she knows everything, Which, but she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. her character, right? Yeah. Um, but, but D, you know, and even she was flawed too. She was, her flaw was she loved too much, I think. Mm. Like, you know, she was very freaking very very forgiving in comparison to um me (laughs) um but um yeah just the most the most well-developed mom character in a sitcom yeah in my opinion so shout out to shirley ralph if you ever hear this who knows i'm manifesting it you're an extremely beautiful woman a great actress hilarious all of that everything you're an icon a literal icon yeah um in pop culture in black pop culture in american pop culture and i hope in jamaican pop culture you know you're amazing she's amazing yeah moesha's amazing yeah i love that show such a good show um when when the parkers would you say moesha solved all the problems she d solved all the problems (laughs) the the show moesha solved so many problems yeah all but when the Parkers rolls around for future, maybe that'll be our fourth episode. <laughs> for future reference, I will get into the fat phobia in Moesha, but and talk exclusively about Kim Parker. But that's later on when the Parkers <laughs> comes through and we have an episode about that. I finally get to geek out about the Parkers. Yes. Kim, also shout out to Countess Vaughn. I love her. Thanks for tuning in to Cool Aunties. Follow us on cool aunties pod on twitter and on instagram and follow our respective socials viva la palma and depressed auntie see you next time